actually start getting a lot of news from now. Where? Like, sorry, what city? Where? De Detroit and then Michigan, bro. Yeah, Michigan's a wild place. Get a lot of stuff from Michigan, man. Michigan and Ohio are both getting a little nutty. Yeah, man. Yeah, like I don't the know. Florida's what... of the north now. Oh yeah, has Ohio hit that point? Yeah, apparently Ohio is like getting a little like uh, Florida -y. I hear. I actually just keep seeing things from people in America where they're like, Ohio's just been getting progressively crazier over the years. Well, like Cle Cleveland's wild, dog. Yeah. Wild. Like, I actually fuck with tea dude like i really do tea's lit especially after like you eat like a fucking fat gross meal like no for real man the chinese are onto some shit no i'll tell you i think it's just hilarious the way you describe everything you make everything sound like like a, a 20 something guy like i fuck with tea man tea's lit like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i should probably i don't know like here's the thing i should probably stop i should probably stop it but at the same time, like, oh, do you, man? I, just, I like, yeah, funny. I gotta be me, right? It's funny. It's just funny that, like, you put that, like, that wording onto anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, I fuck with T, man. Yeah, T's dope. It's fucking lit, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's the issue is that, like, older people are, like, fucking cranked out, like, chocolate right you think bro yeah you're fucking you're stupid like it's a natural combination all right go for some sort of like green or something like that man after okay. you eat some like chinese I need, like a variety food, pack good. is what i need i need like a yeah, variety pack like so i can try different things and see what i like and all that i'm drinking irish breakfast right now that's that's the one i'm going for uh, baileys and coffee <laughs> <laughs> I've literally already made that joke like four times drinking this stuff. So, uh, shit. you know, you're you're late on the comedy game, bro. Hey, yeah, man, I wasn't in the convo. So, like, you know, it's all right. It's all right. I need a seat you know? at the table. That's all right. That's what we do these shows for. We catch up and retell the jokes we told during the week. Facts. Facts. And on that note, my friend, it is 4.08 p.m. It is February 21st, 2021. This is episode 22, the Deuce Deuce of the fucking A podcast. I am Dan. He is Matt. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good, man, but I wish I had the bubble goose, you know? We got the deuce, deuce. 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 The Need the bubble goose, goose man. Right. right. But that I think North Face has taken over as the bubble goose now, like that in Canada. Like for like the average person, like not like not like a like a Balenciaga or fucking like the those other fucking super expensive okay. brands, but it's Okay, man's up on his fashion bumping. here. It's That's bumping. North Face is popular, man. That's how I know you've been living in Toronto for long enough now. You you kind of like got a little bit of an idea of the brands cuz you got all the stores there, you know? I uh, just, uh, yeah, man. And you just, you see the people, the peoples of the subway, peoples of the streets, and you realize, wow, I don't know how to dress at all. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you're up on it though. You got your ear to the, the ear to the pulse is what you got. You're, Ooh, you're in yes. touch with the people. You know, <laughs> more, more social classes than one. Right. 
<laughs> oh shit well hey i want to welcome everybody back to the uh fucking a this is the this is the continuing conversation that that you know matt and i have you know sort of uh the experience of life is what this is and uh you know we're glad everybody can join us we're a couple of a uh, couple of a comedy savants or uh you know charming microphone shamans is who we are i would go more with charming microphone shaman yeah. i think savant i would be a little more like left on that spectrum rather than savant level yeah right. if you get my drift sure yeah. kind of but okay <laughs> <laughs> like um, less talented less less math ability you right, know? <laughs> right okay right right so yeah well a couple of uh, that that's what this show is a pair of charming microphone shamans yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> that's talking this about. week's way of describing the show. So when you want to Shaman tell your friends Mike. about it, you know, if this is your first time listening, thanks for stopping by, uh, you know, have no expectations coming in because you'll only be pleasantly surprised from there. You know, um, well, Shipper, how how long have we been talking? How how long has it been, bro? This podcast has been five months, but you and I together, what's it been now? When do we go to university? Ten years. It's been, it's been it's ten been, years no, now. So, uh, yeah, like 10, 10 plus. I think we 2009, to... 2010, right? No, that... we met September 2010, right? Mm, we talked about that. this. We talked about this four or five months ago. We were talking with some people we went to college with. It was 10 years from 10 years? when we met. So we've been friends for 10 years, you know, give or take the like three weeks at the beginning of the year where we both thought we we, we thought we were both weird, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then we yeah. were like, then we hadn't had yeah. that like icebreaker moment where we were like, hey, what's oh. up? You're me. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> What's the same up, person? <laughs> like football, you want to see me beat this guy in Madden 100 to nothing while he sits here like a petulant little bitch and tries to stick the game out? Oh, that was good times. Oh, that was good times. Yo, for the record, Dan here beat this dude so bad in Madden, literally beat him 100 to nothing. Like, that's not an exaggeration. He scored I think 100 I, points. I think I, used, I think I used the Green Bay Packers and just literally had Aaron Rodgers throw a deep, like a, a straight nine down the field every play. The best part. The best part, it wasn't like it was one guy talking some shit and we like picked up the sticks and played Madden together. Like, <laughs> like 10 people on our university's floor came in to be like, oh, oh, there's be okay on? to watch this guy get absolutely shit pumped. <laughs> <laughs> it was brutal, man. Brutal. Look, look, I, I'm not skilled in many things, but if there's one thing I've ever been skilled at in my life, it's Madden football on that PlayStation. That's the only thing like that yeah, I know, think I am almost expert level at. You know how weird memory is? like Why? i can Tell i didn't distinctly remember that shit that's also i think was one of the first times uh one of the dudes on our floors uh ever smoked weed the fucking dj guy i don't want to sell him out oh, right. but right. dude he's coming out yo bro i got some sour diesel bro 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 come with me doesn't and even I was know like, what uh, he's talking about yeah i was yeah, like yeah. Well, i was like dude do you even know what this is like <laughs> let's find out oh my god <laughs> Oh, good times. 10 years, man. 10 years. Ten and look, years, look at what the, look at what this friendship has culminated in is this Tukes inside and drinking tea and, and waters. If people could actually if this was a video podcast, you'd see. Yeah, we're both wearing toques. We're both wearing glasses. We're both drinking tea and water. Fuck my life. This is a comedy, a charming microphone comedy shaman symbiosis is what this is, my friend. It's what this is what this fucking a podcast is all about. Um, Thank God. Thank God for college, so I know what symbiosis means. Right, right. You know, I now update day fourteen. I am on of of the no marijuana. Good um, for you, man. Fuck Have you, by the way, for last week when I when I brought it up, you immediately said, "Oh, you failed." And yeah, I felt so bad on a re-listen. I was asshole. like, "Oh, I was like, no support, no support." This week I'm back and I'm still going. I'm still and I'm on the other halfway. Right now, I'll admit I've caved slightly, not. 
literally, but my only caving is that I'm only going to go until the next Friday. <laughs> That's so, caving, bro. Oh, because instead of the Saturday, you said you're going to do the Friday? Yeah, I'm like, fuck All it. Right. I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm right. training Enjoy at a new weekend. job. Yeah, Enjoy I'm training weekend. at a new job. And and the end of the last week of, of this period is going to be a tough week for me. And I'm like, I, I'm just going to stop on the Friday. I was originally going to do the Saturday. And I'm like, fuck it. So that will make it 25 days without 26th day is is when I'm as when I'm back on the wagon or off the wagon or whatever the fuck, whichever uh, one it is. I don't know, bro. I, <laughs> either way, good for you. That's uh, you. it's impressive. A little a little golf clap here. You can't hear it because one handed golf claps. Right. What's Looking the sound of one hand clapping? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I got no product endorsement this week, um, but I, I think we're going to give a shout out to the American South, our, our people in Texas and all that getting hit hard by that winter weather. You know, we hope everybody's safe and down there and able to stay warm and able to, you know, look after themselves and all that, you know, just adding on to the shit show that is the last year and a half to also now have that. It's wild. I mean, we're a couple of Canadian guys, you know, it, it's crazy, man, that, that, you know, weather that we've had all the time for the last like four months, it happens somewhere where it doesn't usually happen. And it's like, it, it's, it's apocalyptic, right? Yep. Like, and it, it's crazy. Cause I actually got a couple of buddies in Texas that I'm talking to right, right now. One of which uh, guy left his fucking water running overnight. Pipe still froze. Pipe still froze. God damn. Yeah. So like people are doing as much as they can and there's still like not much they can do about yeah. it. Right. They're just not yeah. set up like the same day that they got fucking blasted. When we got the snow here in Toronto, I yeah. drove home from work at two in the morning yeah. on the DVP. Yeah. Like it shit was a, it was a drive, but I mean, I was, I'm cruising. I'm, I'm doing 60, but I mean, like everything's yeah. fine. Like I'm good. Right. So for them, it's like, there was like a hundred car pileup in one place. Now people are obviously without power, uh, yeah. freezing, obviously. I don't know how much they've got back on the grid yet. I'm a little, I'm a little out of the loop now, but right. with that being said, this podcast is going to drop out four days later. So hopefully yeah. shout out to my, shout that, out to cat daddy slim. I'm oh. sorry about your pipes, bro. I got, you know, it got, there are podcasting friends of mine down there in the, in that part of the world too. You know, I hope you're all doing well. If you even listen to this show, you know, <laughs> it's, it's okay. If you don't, you got priorities. I appreciate that. But you know, y'all, uh, I hope, I hope everybody's doing well down there and staying safe. But uh, instead of a product endorsement this week, I'm going to start us off with the, with the asshole of the week. This is an oh, alternative okay. segment. I like right? this. I like this. now with everything that's going on down there, we're going to give a big fucking a fuck you shout out to our honorary dick hole of the week. The mayor of now former mayor of Colorado City in Texas, oh, which I mean, America with so the names honest. Colorado City, Texas, like, OK, sure, whatever. Tim Boyd is this uh, dick hole's name who delightfully pointed out this week in regards to the winter storms in Texas and the folks who don't have heat or running water or all that stuff. He, uh, he provided this quote, which said, only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. The kind of leadership you, <laughs> you look for in a time of crisis, right? Uh, that's what, you know, that's what electing a strong, you know, mature yeah. elder gentleman down there in South Texas gets you. You get a fucking dickhead who doesn't right. give a fuck about any of you and only cares about money. And he so, thinks he thinks he genuinely believes that's like a unifying, like, don't you be strong, only like the only strong the strong will survive. survive. Like, no, nah, fam, like, don't say that. You people so, are freezing to death. Former Mayor Boyd started his Facebook post because of fucking course it was a Facebook post. Yeah, he's an old white right? guy. Of course he goes to Facebook. Exactly. And he started the post with this line, which which really just set the tone for what the ensuing paragraph was going to be. But the opening line was, quote, let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. 
which I mean, that's that's a that that speaks to someone's soul. Right. When you start a sentence like that, you walk into a room full of people, you know, you you know, tap the glass for like a toast, like ding ding, like you're at a wedding. I'm about to talk some shit. Let me hurt all of your feelings for a minute, everybody. And then you proceed to drop some shit like like what the fuck is wrong with you, Tim? Tim, Tim Boyd, Tim Boyd, Tim boy. Listen here, Tim boy. No, that's yeah. like that, like that's that, the sad part is like this is when you really like lean on your leadership to be like, all right, just like I don't even I need you to do some shit, but just say something that like I don't feel like hope is lost. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, guy who's in his fucking truck using his like trucks power to plug in a crock pot so his yeah. kid can eat a fucking can of beans that you like scraped out of the cupboard. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> only the strong will only survive. Only the strong survive. Like, what a fucking yeah dick hole of the week is is tim boyd i mean his his facebook post by the way i mean just to elaborate so you get a better idea of this guy it it went into the pretty typical modern politics stuff there's a lot of uh you know the radical socialists and something about god and blah 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 blah. so from us to you tim boyd go a fuck yourself that's a fuck you indeed no here's a question so he he quoted god and all these people right did he call upon the anunnaki I don't know, did he? I don't know, but here's the thing, yo, dude, you're so right about it. It's always, it's okay. This happened to me last night. It's always the fucking Anunnaki with this stupid shit. So, my mom, bless her heart, my mom hasn't realized that YouTube and the internet is like mostly lie stuff, right? Like she knows, (laughs) but she's still like, she's still like, oh, I saw this and it's pretty, you know. So, and I have to tell her, and she's like, okay. But anyway, so she told me about this this documentary. uh, it's called uh, like the man was it the man from the future or something man from 3036 okay but some guy who says he's a time traveler from 3036 and how like yeah like the world is gonna go to oh, shit God. and like everything's fucked up so so we got a thousand years whatever fuck this guy yeah but apparently there's gonna be some emp blast in 2060 that's gonna fuck us up and yeah this guy four decades off. anyway we'll be old who gives a shit so i'm watching this being like yo this is fake as fuck like they they say he's his, his blood oh. is like completely filled with like all these heavy metals because midichlorians and shit and stuff. yeah uh, no, like like specifically like cadmium and all these metals because the world is so radiated and yada yada. Cadmium. So he's been eating baby food for all these years. Well. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what's happened. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe this guy is a foolish. <laughs> Thousand shit. years from now, it's all baby food. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, I'm watching this okay. being like, this is completely fake, but I'm enjoying just like watching the absurdity of this. And yeah. it finally it gets to the end, and and then he starts going off about how the world's gonna end in thirty thirty six, and then he looks down and gets sad, and then he just goes the Anunnaki and I'm like oh, fuck. Fuck it. there it is, there fuck, it here it is. I thought I was gonna get through some like hey I'm like a schizophrenic guy who thinks that like I'm actually a time traveler and like I this is my dystopian view of the future right yeah no it's, it goes into 5g and the Anunnaki oh, no. like oh man like fucking hell I can't even get through a regular oh, conspiracy shit without it ending up at the Anunnaki actually you know what in that in a fuck. similar vein here's a little story I was just thinking about um I'm sitting on the couch uh, the other week with my lady here and and she's scrolling on her phone and she's she goes I just hear her go huh like this and it's like you know it's a typical thing whenever when you're just sitting on the couch scrolling your phones with people like you're like yeah, yeah. oh what's up what are you looking at and she's like well you know uh, and again like I'm not dying I'm not trying to dime something out but I feel like it's in a similar vein here and I'm like what's up and we're like what are you looking at and she's like oh like uh she's like no like this uh this person I work with sent me uh, something on Facebook 
and she's and i was like oh i was like what's that and she's like well it's like a documentary and i'm like oh yeah and she's like well it sounds kind of interesting is is all and i'm like i'm like uh can i see your phone i'm like let me take a look right so she hands it to me and it's like yeah it's from somebody she works in and the title of it i don't even remember now but it, it was it was something in a vein of like you know the the revelation of truth and i was like oh boy and, and and immediately the title alone i was like okay and then like the description had some person's name in it and it's like something something it gave this woman like a a, a title that clearly is not you know not representative of who the person is so i was like fuck i just took my phone out and i like googled her name and the first like four things that come up in google under this woman's name are like flat earth QAnon, like <laughs> vaccination <laughs> denial like all and i was like yeah i wouldn't watch that if i were you and she's like oh fuck yeah i guess i guess not and i was like and you should probably be wary of your the person you work with if they're like telling you this is super interesting and you want to watch this and like and it's just like, dog, that's what I mean, though, right? It's like it, the amount of like inane psychotic shit that just gets spread. And people are like, this is interesting. Yeah, it's pretty, it's a pretty, you know, curious story here. And you're like, no, like, well, don't. my thing is like now that now that I watch them a little more critically and I'm not, you know, in first year university again, when we were watching Zeitgeist, yeah. you know, like I know how to think a little bit better. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, everybody was convinced. <laughs> everybody that year. Have, yes. you, have you watched it yet? Have you watched? I remember watching it with a couple of people and being like, this is the most bullshit thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and they were like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, like they did, they haven't cited a source. <laughs> like they're they just making it up. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, dude. Like yeah. that, the one I was watching last night, like the one of the most critical parts, his like blood reports when they're like, we got his blood results back. And all they did was do this like panning camera shot across charts on it with no explanation. <laughs> No conversation with any sort of expert. No, like, explanation of, like, okay, this is a normal yeah. level. This is what it, it was just like <laughs> pictures of. I'm like, did you just print this off and then do a camera shot across go- it? Like, Google image search with like a little video editing. Fuck, like, man. Yeah. Blood, blood chart, Google image stock footage, and like, and, uh, take a look at this. Swoop your camera. Yeah. So it's, it. it's fucking ridiculous, I right? I know, dog. It's, it's <sighs> tough. This is tough times. It's you know, 7 Eleven was an inside job, bro. 7-Eleven. It was, man. Everybody knows. Well, it is now. It fucking is now because guess what? Okay. They want to open up bars inside of 7-Elevens. I heard about this. All right. They want to serve alcohol inside of 7-Eleven. So no like, no takeaway, no like selling it like the LCBO or like at a gas station. This is like here in Ontario, right? If I remember. Yeah, man. This is is here in Ontario. This is local story, homie. Three of them included in the Durham region where I'm originally uh, located at here. Okay. So yeah, dude, they want to literally be able to serve booze. How do you like feel about that? Bar. I think it's stupid. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> sorry. So, okay. I, so, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Like, like, it's not like it's going to be in the cool, like in the fridges and you can buy beer there. It's like there's no. actually going to be a bartender. Oh, correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, or, no. it, or it's going to be, or I, they haven't specified. I don't know if you'll be able to purchase it from the guy just behind the counter and you have to sit there and drink it, but it's not allowed for takeaway. It's not allowed for anything. They're literally a, a petition, or sorry, not a petition. So you're going to go to a 7 Eleven and just chill and drink? That's what they want to do, bro. They're, they just applied to the Alcohol and Gaming Commission to open bars in 61 different 7 Elevens. So I mean, three of them. One in yo, one in Oshawa at two forty five Wentworth Street, which is like if anybody knows the area, there should not be a fucking bar inside that seven eleven. Okay. Okay. Like, trust me on this one. Uh one in Ajax <laughs> and then one out in Kingston Road uh, in Pickering. So the thing is, 
there's bars around. Like if I go to 7-Eleven, I'm not going to 7-Eleven to go to the fucking bar. Yeah, like what like, quality of person is going to be like, you guys want to hit up to 7-Eleven and get fucking lit tonight? Like, Yeah, you want to, what do you want to okay. take your kid to get a fucking Slurpee in the summertime and there's a fucking dude passed out at the bar stool, <laughs> like, you know, because he gathered up enough change no, outside you know to buy who his I eighth beer of the day? I feel for the guys working there because oh, as if 7-Eleven isn't the kind of place where you already have to probably deal with so much shit. <laughs> now you're going to have people who are like fucking like, give me another shot of tequila. Like, uh, Dude, I know and a taquito. Like, I know guys that work at one of the worst ones in Toronto. And let me fucking tell you, bro, oh, man. that shit is brutal. Guys walk in, steal shit and say, if you say anything, I'll kill you and just walk out. Like, okay, well, I'll see you in two weeks because, like, you're gonna yeah, do I'm not something dying else right for Doritos. Yeah, like, yeah, wow. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Man. I don't think I'm, I don't think I can fuck. With I don't that. fuck with it, bro. I don't I, mind them selling alcohol, like, uh, in the in the like the shelves, sure, you know. Yeah. I, I have no issue with that. They do it in Quebec. I have literally no issue with it. It's great. Do it actually. Every time you go to the States, you're in like, America, you 30 yep. cents for a beer here, like, okay. Yeah. Dope. So I have no issue with that. Obviously, the LCBO in Ontario has that monetization and the beer store as well, too. Right. They've got that monopoly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I got no issue with them selling. it. I just don't like the idea of like, yo, I can't even go to the fucking corner store without there being a drunk inside, like welcomed. Well, they're already uh, all over the corner stores all the time. Right now, it's just like you're giving them a you're giving them a place to yeah. set up shop. Yeah, you're right. Actually, fuck. What am I saying? I'm only all right. I tell you, I'm only down if there's like the 7-Eleven dance floor. If they like if you're going to start if you're going to start serving like a bar, then you got to go all the way. There better be there better be fire jams playing a dance floor. You know, like you, you can't you can't half ass this. So you can't just start serving drinks without like bringing the party as well. Right. Oh, man. See, you that's know? like that becomes the new dive bar is the 7-Eleven. I feel like it's... that's the default dive bar. Like any of the ones you have in your city that are your dive bars, you know, if you're out in Oshawa, if you got the yeah. atria where you like you love to go and just drink because it's hilarious. It's so shitty. But at the same yeah. time, that's kind of the charm of it. Yeah. It's the armpits of the place. I feel like 7-Eleven becomes that default. Right. No matter where you put them like that. If right. there's people, that's a dive bar. Like, dude, bro, you're drinking at the 7-Eleven. Like your <laughs> friends find out you're an alcoholic and they're like, well, just chilling at the 7-Eleven. They're gonna be like, whoa, whoa, bro, buddy, buddy. It's like where you go if you get thrown out of an actual down. bar like you know yeah, I mean? fuck fuck you fuck i'm going to 7-eleven <laughs> fuck oh, are always fucking crispy i can't be like i can't believe that's even a thing like like as if we don't have a, a long list of other things that we have to worry about currently like you know fucking beer at 7-eleven that's you know don't we kind of have a few other things that we need to figure out first you know the priorities, maybe, we, maybe. Maybe we can figure out the guys who are hanging outside of 7-Eleven who don't have houses. Like, maybe we can yeah. figure that shit out. Yeah, That'd instead cool. of, like, giving people a reason to further spiral down the toilet of society where we're just like, yeah, just, you know. Fucking but here, really here's like the thing, months. though. Here's the thing. We know the answer is money, obviously. And this is 7-Eleven being like, yo, we're going to make more money from the guys who live outside. So, right. fuck yeah, let's do this. Let's just embrace the chaos. Like, let's become yeah. the dive bar brand. That's what I mean. Like, don't have at. Let's just start fucking selling crack there, too. You know? <laughs> Yo. I'll get a taquito, a uh, couple of cans of Coors Light, and uh, uh, one vial, please. Like, Fuck, man. You know? Fuck you it. imagine that? Fuck Drugs it. Let's just, go, let's just go full dystopia. Yeah, like, like why, why beat around this shit anymore? I mean, it's where we're headed. I think know? here's the problem. I think you're right, but... By the time 7-Eleven gets far enough in the future that um, they're selling both crack, booze, food, tunes, all that shit at once, they'll become so big that they will be purchased by Amazon or right. 
Musk, Musky, and or whatever the fuck Musk. their news, whatever the, the, his his fucking brand becomes. Can't wait to go drinking at the Tesla crack dens. <laughs> yeah, dude, love like, that those places. Like, it's like a dystopian Star Wars. So, like you go to the bar there, dudes playing the in the sand dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One crack coming right up. <laughs> like fuck. Yeah, Elon Musk holograms are flying in the background. That's right. Like, oh, colonize. Like, yeah, like universe. sign up to be a, a Mars space slave today. Like, well, all right. Yo, who do you think wins this race here? You think Musk or Bezos? I think Musk because he's Musk. He's uh, got like, the leg up and he's got that yeah. weird worshiping, you know, groupie follower internet thing going. He, he's got that pretty solid, you know? Yo, the, I think he's in. The, you think in like maybe 30, 40 years, we don't talk about the war between Americas and, and China? Or Dog, we've been like over that. this. We talk about, we talk about Musk and Bezos. Been over this. We keep coming back to this because it's going to be true. We're going to be the prophets who told this story first. You know, it's going to be Musk versus Bezos. You Are we going to be 60 years old drinking like Americano coffees, like in a fucking, you know, wearing respirators outside being like, eh, yeah, like I like, told wait, you I'm on the waiting list to get to Mars. Like, <laughs> I'm either a wage slave here on Earth or I'm an actual slave on Mars. It's the only two options left for human beings, you know. Well, you, sound, future. you sound so happy. You're ready to go. eh? I'm ready. I'm, I'm here for it. I told you, man, this podcast is going to chronicle the downfall of society. By the time by 20 years from now, where we're like hitting episode like a thousand, you know, it's going to yeah, be a we, whole different thing. We've got masks on inside our houses while we're doing these. Exactly. Because <laughs> the air is going to be nothing but like pollution and like, you know, crack pipe. <laughs> crack exhaust yeah crack like exhaust. that's the word there. <laughs> <laughs> yo we should start walking up to crackheads before they smoke be like yo let me hit that exhaust bro bro let me get it come on you might be mad that you're like fucking you know riding the coattails there i think i no, want to start fine. asserting i think i want to start asserting dominance on on the annoying crackheads the nice okay. guys people and like people who are asking for change yo you're cool man but the crackheads that like come up and are like are aggressive at you and say shit to you like i want to i want to identify them and then start asking them for money like come on Meryl. <laughs> yo you got a dollar you got a smoke they'll be like well no bro, fuck off you're like Reverse all right cool. psychology yeah. And then he stays away from you, right? You're like, right. fuck that the guy. guy's always asking me for close. money. <laughs> <laughs> you might be onto something, dog. <laughs> Actually, all right, all right. I got, I got uh, this one. I haven't even gotten to any of the stories I've, I've got yet. This is, this is how easy next week's going to be. I'm not even going to get to it because I got to tell you this, this, tell you about this book that I was reading. All right, okay. this is going to be the first fucking a book review. <laughs> which is incidental. I actually didn't even write notes for this because I was thinking about it before we started. And I was like, you know what? I got to, I got to tell Matt about this book. So uh, it was given to me by a friend who was like, Oh, you know, you know, they had read it a long time ago and you know, they thought it was pretty good and it's kind of like science and all that stuff. And you know, they thought I would be interested in it. So I was like, yeah, sure. You know, had it for a while. And then I was like, all right, I'll bust this out. So the book was called um, the book's called dancing naked in the mind fields. Okay. It's written. Okay. It's written by a guy, this guy named Kerry Mullis, who is a like he won the Nobel Prize for Chemistry in 1993, right? So this guy, this guy's a smart guy, right? And he won it for for <laughs> discovering some sort of like something called like the PCR technique or something, something about DNA sequencing and all the shit. It was like a it was like a huge. He's the guy that developed PCR. 
like I, sequencing? I think, yeah, I think so. He's got discovered. Okay, if you're saying right? that, that is an insane discovery. Right. Yeah, like, because absolutely. as I discovered, I googled a lot about this guy after I read the book. Right, uh, that's like the basis of COVID testing. Like, ironically, okay. like that is he okay. died. He died in late 2019. So I'm about to feel totally fine shitting on him. Um, so the <laughs> okay. Thing, the thing about this book is this, right? So it's about 200 pages, right? It's standard, you know, it's an autobiography. So he wrote it about his own life, telling his own story. He lived a crazy life, this guy, right? So he's he's like, he died a year and a half ago. He was he's roughly like my dad's age. So he's sort of born in that period of time, like like you know, mid 40s, like just end of World War II sort of era mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But he he is like one of these guys who was like, wow, when I was a kid, you know, chemistry was great because there was no rules and we could just blow ourselves up and it's all fucking great. And just, <laughs> one of those guys. I but was he, synthesizing LSD in the 60s and making so much money. Dog, that's literally this his story. He was actually synthesizing LSD before <laughs> before it was illegal because he was like a college chemist in the late 60s. Ooh, I called it. So I he, called it. <laughs> he tripped dick with people for years, right? He's got all these stories about like, you know, coming up with different compounds and trying shit and like, so the first half of the book is wild, right? Because the first half of the book, you know, he's telling the story of, you know, growing up and, and winning the Nobel Prize and like, you know, the, his four different wives and all the women he's fucked. And like, you know, he's like, he was the like baller, the cool, the like out there chemist, right? He was like, I surf and like, he's talking about shit. And he's like, uh, you know, he, he's, he tells one story about like, he's in a coffee shop and like some woman walks in and he's like, feels a connection with her, even though they'd never met. And then like, they're, they're like fucking in like an hour later. Like literally he's like, I I'm drawn to this woman. And like, while they're fucking, she's like, Oh, we've we're connected. Cause we've met on the astral plane before and all this shit. Like he gets into some wild shit, right? Like he's, this guy's lived, you know, a life as a scientist. That's like, unlike any other, he was invited to the OJ trial, right? Because OJ's trial was like a year after he won the Nobel prize and he was like a hot name. Right. And okay. because something about the, the, the PCR thing that he discovered, like he was supposed to testify about the blood drops that were found on like in the OJ trial. And he was, he talks about how he was going to like blow the prosecution's case up against OJ because of the chain of custody of the blood and how it was all wrong and all this shit, but they never called him to trial in the end. Cause he, I guess they, you know, maybe they were worried he'd fuck it up. So they sent him home. Right. Interesting book. First hundred pages. Interesting book. First half. I'm like, I like text my friend. I'm like, this is actually a dope book, right? Well, the second half of, of the book is is a little bit more of a roller coaster, right? Because I maybe oh. should have reserved my judgment till I got to the end of, of his autobiography. Mm-hmm. So writing comments early online, bro. You're one of those guys. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you some of the highlights. And again, I don't have notes. This is just off the top of my head here, right? So the highlights of the second half of his book include the long chapter he writes about how climate change is a hoax and it's a hoax because he, his argument is that climate change is a hoax because, you know, scientists and, and researchers get grants from academic institutions to, to do their work. Right. And, and they have a financial interest in, in saying climate change is real because it will keep them getting their grants and getting their financing. Right. That's his argument. Is like, well, climate change is is you know not real because these people are only are only saying it's real so they can keep being funded and have jobs. Is his argument, and I'm like, okay, like I can see where where you're going. You know, it's it's fucking bullshit that like, you know, every scientist in the world who thinks climate change is a problem is like all in together to be like, we got to keep this going, keep the plate yeah. spinning so we can do it right. Fuck that PCR scientist. He, fuck him. He's not right. down with the cause. 
Right. He's he's the one guy. Okay. The 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 other thing he gets really into is that he's really into astrology. Like like believes astrology is a hundred percent real. Like he oh his God, whole life was predicted. Acid. Yeah, his whole life was predicted by you know the moon's position at the minute he popped out of his mom's vagina. Like literally, like if he'd been born a minute later, the moon would have been over here and his whole life would have been different kind of shit. And like so he thinks astrology is real because it hasn't been studied. Right. And he's like, it's real and nobody's what? giving it credence. Right. But he thinks climate change is false because it's been studied. And I'm like, where the fuck is this guy's head at? Right. Burned out after three decades of using LSD. Probably. That's what I was just about to say. That's probably exactly what the fuck that is, bro. Because right. I mean, like you in order to be able to achieve what he's achieved, you have to have a baseline level of intelligence where you're borderline genius. Like right. you just it is what it is, man. Like, you, so with that being said, to fall from grace like that, bro. Oh. There's only one thing that's explained it. Oh, it's LSD, uh, man. I've, I've, it's too I've, much, too much. Uh, not just LSD. It's it's all the different chemicals this man was synthesizing and just trying out I've for saved, his whole life. I've saved the the great revelation of this book that he wrote, which I mean, this again is a a world renowned scientist, right? A Nobel Prize winner wrote this in his autobiography. There is a full chapter in it dedicated to the fact that AIDS, okay, AIDS is not caused by the HIV virus, he says, but instead is more likely to have been the result of the uh, burning the candle at both ends lifestyle that homosexual men were living. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I got to that chapter and I was like, I think I'm going to skip over this one. <laughs> Like, what in the fuck have I read? <laughs> Dude, this book took such a 180 turn. I, I mean, unfucking fathomable change in direction. The first half, I was like, this is a hilarious, you know, he's out there, man. This guy's it's living a, fucking... a unique life. And then the second half of the book, I'm like, oh, this guy's fucked. Like, what is that? The fucking <laughs> 2015 Atlanta Falcons out there in book form, whatever yeah. year that was. So uh, I, I had to tell the story because I mean, dude, this this was a this was a a this was a wild ride. Like you really, if you ever read this book, anybody who reads this book, just read the first half of it and you're done. Like, like that was awesome. Thanks, man. You get to the like <laughs> astral projection shit. Just be like, I'm out because the last eighty five pages or so is just like insane shit from a guy who's like otherwise apparently very qualified to speak about all sorts of stuff. So. Like I don't know, man. I thought he was a smart, smart guy. It started. Now he's just a smart, dumb guy. Smart, stupid fucks, just like us. Yeah. Smart, stupid fuck. It's a well, how many show, books huh? you got, bro? How many books you got? Huh? That's right. How many books do I have? Zero. I've exactly. Been, and I got no guy, Nobel prizes. Bad books. Nobels got them. Prizes plenty. I think we should be the first. We're gonna aim at some point in our in our soon to be long career to be the first podcasting duo. To, to earn a, a Nobel Prize in audio. A Nobel I Prize? I don't think they have an audio category, but well, uh, they should. And you know what? Things change. And I think I think fucking A is gonna be the first podcast duo to win that. All right. Go well, to whatever let's, let's, European country they give them out. We're gonna be like, thank you. Let's drop some revelations on people then. Let's give them some like what was that? What'd you say? Microphone shamans? Right. 
Right. Yeah, comedic we gotta give them microphone shamans. Is what comedic microphone shamans. All right, I gotta drop some knowledge on y'all then. So apparently, if you eat a thirty kilogram bag of oranges, your mouth will be filled with ulcers. So <laughs> <laughs> four guys were trying to fly out of in uh, southwest China's Yunnan province, and these guys uh, they bought a thirty kilogram bag of oranges. Okay, they were like, okay. "Fuck yeah, we'll get some oranges." And then they get to the airport, and the airport goes, "Okay, that's gonna cost some money to ship them." And these motherfuckers decided that you know what. I'm not paying that shit. Right. So four dudes stood there and ate 30 kilograms of fucking oranges in like 20 minutes. These guys ate like 10 oranges each, bro. Just sat there at, at TSA at the airport checkout security and fucking ate them all. So this is just a really quick hitter. But point being is that all their mouths apparently got like <laughs> riddled with ulcers and shit like that because they fucking ate 30 oranges. So anyway, like the direct opposite of scurvy. Literally, yeah, you, you go over the board. Imagine pirates did that shit. There was like one pirate out there that maybe that's why they don't eat oranges because there was a pirate that only got oranges from his one fucking village <laughs> and then just ate all of those. Like a scurvy's ah. gone, but his mouth's all fucked up. Ew, we don't shit. we don't like them oranges. <laughs> shit, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. I mean, no, it's you know, just hey. like I fucking laughed. It's a stupid little story, but like, can you imagine yourself outside of fucking airport security eating 30 oranges, bro? I've chugged a pop before because I was like, shit, I can't bring this Dog, it's, through. I, like, it's never worth it. Uh, people who do that shit, like you're going through and they're like, well, just down this quick. Just don't just throw it away. Like pay the if you really want it that bad, pay the five dollars on the other yeah. side. Or, or <laughs> just like you're really going to feel better. Or if just you chug a full if you chug half a root beer like. It's such a pathetic scene when you see people that like people or you go to an airport or somebody else and they're just standing by a garbage can just like, uh, uh, like, uh, like a little bit more like, just throw it out just throw it out like, you don't need like, to drink that whole sprite before you get on a plane like uh lebron james says otherwise oh actually not anymore not anymore he's a pepsi guy now he oh over. sprite sprites coke right okay yeah that's right he's switching teams he so, left uh <laughs> he, he left Cleveland uh, and he left Coke, again. And now, he's, now he's an LA Pepsi guy. Is that it? Yeah, evidently, man. He's trying right. to bring Pepsi right. up. So Pepsi drove the bigger dump truck of money to his house and was like, yeah, exactly. Go, they just... backed the Brinks truck up, I guess. Yeah. And said, like, enjoy. Please, Mr. King, pretend to drink our pop. Like, you imagine, like, you're, that's how powerful you are. Like, a company just looks and they're like, we could pay this guy like $300 million straight cash and he'll make us $3 billion back just putting his mm -hmm. name on a stupid product because people are that dumb. Like, I, I used to drink Coke, but I drink Pepsi now because LeBron James drinks Pepsi. Like, I, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. The funniest part <laughs> is that, like, we're sitting here talking about it. So it's already done its job. But then there Shit. are people that take it that next level, right? That are and just we're not like, seeing <laughs> any of the money. We're seeing none of the money. I need to see some of that money. I know. Pepsi. Come on. We're getting like no, fr no free shout outs. No like free shout outs. 60 people listening to this show a week. Like, what the fuck? Like, come on. No Hello. Free shout outs, bro. Fuck. Brutal. One day. One day. Who's your dream? Oh. Who's your who's your dream sponsor? Who's my dream for like this show or just for yes. anything? For this, this show? This show. Um like Top. whoever the biggest weed producer in North America is, like a couple years from now. Like whoever okay. wins the race to the top, whoever becomes the like Google of weed, like that, that is who I want. Right. Okay. Let's uh let's speak it into existence. All right. Speak Remember this. Episode twenty two well, at four forty four PM. Hold on, I'm just I'm just tapping into the astral plane. <laughs> 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 All right. 
100 episodes from now we're going to be making that that big sponsored big by money. spinach <laughs> <laughs> yeah boy weed md uh, weed md oh shit no i sold all my stock <laughs> not weed md wait let me buy back in all right weed md do it again <laughs> get my stock prices up I just committed right, like else? a federal crime. So yeah, you insider trading. <laughs> You're going to prison for the next 48 years. Sweet. All right. All right. What else you got on your giant stockpile of I topics do, this week? I'm my not going to get through any of them, but I'm telling you. All right. So so uh, I, I'm just going to throw this in here because I think it's fun. But uh, uh, speaking of fuckheads, since we were talking about a fuckhead earlier, we had a dickhead of the week. Um, you know, this this past week we saw the death of a pioneering fuckhead. One of one of the audio audio platforms great fuckheads died good riddance rush limbaugh right he's one of the yeah yeah peace satan's got a good pr man coming on down now so um after his death the the uh the outlet cigar aficionado which i mean you know a couple of classy gents like us you know regular cigar aficionado visitors you know, yeah, that you know, I got to walk in humidor. Don't worry right. about it. Right, right. I got we're, that kind of money. We're about that. We're about that. Now, obviously dedicated to smoking cigars, but they decided to pay tribute to, to Mr. Limbaugh after he died, because I guess the guy who, who runs Cigar Aficionado is a friend of Mr. Limbaugh. And of course, you know, wanted to pay homage to his homie, you know, so says a lot in there, you know, many years they knew each other, many countless cigars. He says, you know, too many cigars smoked with each other to count, you know, talking politics and, you know, uh, undermining democracy and any sense of decency that human beings have for each other, you know, but there's just one problem about this, about this uh, sort of, you know, in memoriam that they published for uh, Rush Limbaugh is the fact that he died of lung cancer. Shout out for the free advertisement. You, you're the cigar aficionado magazine salutes one of our patron, great patrons that we've had over the years after he died from what our product did to him. You just dunked on your own boy. Like, what are you doing? I mean, the friendship and the love will always be there. But yeah, absolutely. Maybe the cigar guy be like, you know what? What if he pens a letter next issue? He's like, you know what? The magazine's done. I'm not smoking cigars anymore. Just kidding. We're selling cigarellos. Purchase my new stock, my new company. People, people on the internet apparently love this because I said there may not have ever been a more efficient uh, anti-smoking campaign, right? Than this, than than a cigar magazine paying homage to a guy who died from their products. You know? oh, shit! If cigars are killing Rush Limbaugh, shout out to cigars. Fucking a word. Yeah, fucking a. Shout out to cigar aficionado. I'm gonna pick up a subscription today. How many more assholes can you remove from planet Earth? <laughs> Here, sir. There's a box of cigars. No, that's hand rolled can... by Cuban slaves. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, shit. Anyway, good riddance. We're moving Yo, on. So we started with we started with the asshole of the okay. week, right? Can we talk about? Six unintentional heroes who should have been sure. assholes of the week. Okay. <laughs> so out in Afghanistan in Kultak on Saturday morning here, buddy, 30 dudes died when an IED exploded during their bomb making class inside oh. of a mosque. Six national foreigners were teaching said class when some shit got hairy and killed fucking 30 of them. So they would have been the assholes of the week for teaching other motherfucking Taliban dudes how to build IEDs. But instead, they become heroes of my week because they killed 24 other ones for us. (laughs) Hey, 
That's 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 a pretty efficient way to go out there, you know. The yeah. irony of this, the irony of this is obviously not lost to me, but I love it. I love every second of it. Like, let's learn how to kill other people in the name of God. Oh, we just fucked up and killed Whoops. ourselves. Yeah. So are these? It, but that's haram, right? That it wasn't in the name of God. That's a different religion, maybe. But that's not in the name of God. I feel like I feel like if you come to this podcast looking for a religious, <laughs> you know, guidance, we're we're probably not well versed in any of this. But both of these stories in a row, the the irony of of the death, right? Like, so is that suicide or is that like? A murder, or is that like uh, just a Darwin? I think death? is what that is. Darwinism, right? But, yeah, that's survival of the fittest, and these were not the fittest. You know, these were not. <laughs> these they were not were... fit for survival. These ones, yeah, right. Oh, right. they w- they wouldn't last in Texas. No, <sighs> no, yeah, Tim Tim Boyd or whatever the fuck would not. They were not. Uh, they were not the strong, I suppose, to that Texas mayor. I, you know what? Christ, I, I got a, I got a feeling that Taliban insurgents are probably not Tim Boyd's favorite people. <laughs> man i get you know i get stressed out even watching movies where dudes defuse bombs (laughs) you know what i'm saying like fucking hell i I, like i'm good bro like i don't i don't even like mixing up you have to wrap your head around like like the more i'm thinking about this we have to wrap your head around this like like is it set up like a painting class, you know, where there's like a bunch of benches and everybody's 100%, got their like because they're in a mosque. So you know, like every day they come in and they're like, OK, everybody take out your bin of of bomb making materials. You've all been provided with some nitroglycerin and some wiring. Here's and the wire wiring. Yeah. And they're just like there's one guy at the front of the class who's like doing it and everybody else is like matching it. So one guy slips. And then think about the chain reaction because everybody's got nothing but like nitro at every desk. So first one goes and it's just like fucking whole room. Do you think communities have the assholes that other communities have? Like there's an anti-glover in there. Like if you have to wear gloves, would you use nitroglycerin? They're like, I do not wear gloves. No, maybe. Maybe it was the one guy. They're like, remember, it's essential. You're safe when you're putting the wires. Don't do this. And he's like, fuck this shit. I make my bombs my own way. (laughs) I bet you. No, I bet you was an anti-masker. They had 29 of them in there wearing masks except for one guy. And when he was mixing up some nitroglycerin or some shit, he accidentally (laughs) spit it or sneezed at it. You imagine, like you know in the movies right they're very careful like could you imagine the one guy just comes up and he's just like plugging the wires in he's just like <laughs> 30 uh, people boom gone fade to fade to credits <laughs> right it's the, world's, it's the shortest movie i've ever seen <laughs> It'd be a great short film, dude. Well, I think it'd be classed as a comedy. <laughs> Can you imagine? This is the world we live in now, right? Like 30, 30 people on the other side of the world are learning to build bombs so that they can kill innocent people all over the world and they blow themselves up and that just results in two shitheads in Canada laughing about it later on. <laughs> just like, fuck you guys. Ha <laughs> ha. Like, hey, blow yourself up. Hey man, I shout out to all the people in Afghanistan. I wish you nothing but the best. But the Taliban, they can all get blowed the fuck up. Right. All yeah. get blowed the I fuck up. I feel like up. that's yeah, we're, we're really like we're I'm a, I'm going on a weekend. limb here right yeah. the Taliban, okay? So brave. You're so, so brave, brave. So brave of me to condemn the Taliban. Oh fuck, man. All right. <laughs> My next story it comes from Pakistan, all right, which is next to India, okay? So we're confirm. drawing on Let me a look story. at the map. Let me no, look at the it's map. True. It's west of you're India. Right. You're right. right. You're right. But it's also beside right. Afghanistan. Okay. So we're just moving. In. We're moving across the east here. Right. So shout but, out to India. But we're close to India and the India in the story, because, you know, that's where like a majority of our listeners are, even though we're still not sure if these people are real. 
We're still begging you. If you are in India listening to this podcast, please email us F N E H podcast at gmail.com. Just say hi. We just want to know you're not a robot stealing all of our shows and republishing them under a different name. That's all we want to know. You know, you Matt can and say I it desperate. in your language. You can. You don't even have. Yeah, to, you don't even have to speak. You, like, which would confuse me as to why you're listening. <laughs> but also, like, you don't have. You could just any contact. Just reach out. Let us know. But anyway, this story comes from Pakistan, right? So now, you know, doctors' bills anywhere in the world where healthcare is not cheap. Thank, thank you, Canada, for for being you. You know. It can be trouble for people who rack up some hospital bills. So anyways, in, in Tulamba, Pakistan, a poverty-stricken young woman came to a private hospital to give birth to a, to a beautiful new baby, right? Now, after the delivery, she informed the doctor that she was not able to pay the bill, right? So the doctor had a suggestion. Simply, he said, why don't you sell your baby to pay for your hospital bill? Why not? Maybe you make a lot of money. Sure. Bills ain't cheap, bro. Why not sell your baby that you literally just carried for nine months and then pushed out of you right here? Oh, you know, oh, she's a beautiful little baby girl. Why not just put her up to cover the bills for? There's no attachment. You're just frustrated at the feet digging into your ribs. You'd rather be out of debt. You'd rather be out of debt, right? You'd rather not owe this hospital money. Now, surprisingly, of course, they, they didn't like that idea. The, the couple in question here, they, they were opposed why, to, but... to selling their their brand spanking new baby. Silly. So the doctor, <laughs> the doctor didn't have any patience for that and decided to just steal the baby and sell it himself, which he did. So police Bro, in the what? area, police in the area ended up raiding the hospital and arresting the doctor. All right. And now the hospital's administration is is trying all they can to not get sued by the couple because, you know, their their small infant child was sold to somebody. And they now I looked as far as I could. I could not find any info as whether or not they got the kid back. Kid's gone. Kid's gone. bro. My guess is that the sale was made and the kid is probably gone is is what I gathered from it. But. The further I read a little more into this, apparently Pakistan has actually had a problem with this exact thing happening that over recent years, there's been like a a criminal underbelly of hospital workers and nurses stealing babies and giving them to like crime syndicates who then sell them to childless couples who can't have children like just a you know a run of the mill baby stealing crime operation you know standard operation procedure really the dude world's fucked, man the world's fucked dude that's yeah. fucking wild bro like yo it's one thing when I, I see a crackhead get his hat stolen on the street and the other guy walks away with it on his head but like yo your child man mm-hmm. holy yo dude even we had the dog the lady that stole the right, dog the, and the sold dog it thief right. And I was like, dog, that's like, I would kill this woman. That's heartbreaking. But you're a child? Bro, how yeah. much did you sell it for? Doctor, you better have got paid, man. Enough to cover the, the hospital bills, I'm guessing. Or you uh, know. But I guess maybe the syndicates are like, hey, you're going to steal the baby. We're going to pay you so that you're involved and you can't rat on us. Well, you, I mean, like- criminal criminal enterprises always drive the, the, the money up, right? If it's the, the more legal it is, the more it has to 
more costs, right? Because there's there's a no, no. greater risk, isn't there? Right. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like so pay for the muscle and shit. Instead of being like, hey, doctor, we're gonna pay you a million dollars to steal this baby, they're like, hey, doctor, you're going to steal this baby, and then we're gonna give you ten thousand uh, dollars because now you're involved. So now you can't do anything. Now and then we're gonna turn around and sell the baby for a million dollars. I'm curious what the what the dynamic is, right? Like like was this the was this like who had the leverage? That's like I agree with you. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Was the it the syndicate. people in the hospital who were like, "Yo, we'll steal you some babies," or was it like the crime? Were like the criminal, the syndicates being like, "You're gonna steal us some babies," because like who who was more down for the cause is I guess what I'm curious about here. Maybe it's maybe it starts as like, "Hey, we can steal you some babies," and then it turns into, "Hey." you're going to steal us more babies. Right, yeah. And they're <laughs> like, no, I can't steal baby. anymore. I can't steal anymore. I can't steal anymore babies. They're going to know. They're going to know. Like, <laughs> you no, can't stop stealing more babies. It's like Walter White, the baby. Need a girl. I stole one baby. <laughs> Request for a girl. I stole one baby and now I can't stop. I can't stop. <laughs> oh, dog. Oh, uh, yeah. It's wild. I mean, the world, no matter where you are in the world right now, everything's fucked. We're all fucked. Everything is fucked, man. This world is fucking just bizarre. Dude. On that note, I mean, what what did you bring? You bring anything else today? Yeah, I got some other shit. All right, uh, all right lay it on me. All right, cool. So this one I just found was pretty interesting. Um, so you know how like old homes and stuff, you get like moss, like, and that's why you have the mothballs yeah. and closets yeah, yeah. to like stop that. Okay, so I guess in you know, these like British estate homes and these like historical buildings, that's a big issue for them, right? Okay. But I guess there's a new way they tackle it now. So instead of just like mothballs in there. What they use are an army of parasitic wasps that are microscopic in size. Well, not micro. They're literally like they're they're half a millimeter uh, in size, so you can't see them in the naked eye. So I guess they're microscopic. But what they do is they they no. unleash them into like a house that you don't live in. You know, it's empty. They fly. They go to the little moth eggs. They implant their parasite in there, and then the moss or uh, the parasitic wasp hatch out of the moss instead. Dear and then God. after about a week or two, they die and turn to like dust. So then the the fucking contractor just comes in and vacuums up all the dead wasp stuff. And there you go, problem is solved. This is like so, Black Mirror, isn't it? Isn't this? Yeah, so dude. Yeah, dude. It is. So that's exactly why I was like, whoa, wait a oh, sec, no. what the fuck? What the fuck? When man? people start winding up mysteriously dead. <laughs> yeah pile of dust and then they come in and fucking just you know little vacuum me up oh my god mm -hmm. oh my god but it's pretty no. crazy right it's pretty yeah. crazy we're at the point that we we have like races of like actual animals that we use for stuff like that look i hate bees but, but this idea that now you got like tiny microscopic bees i can't fucking see <laughs> <Yeah>. oh god <laughs> fuck oh man Yo, they're not you. just they're not so first of all Bees are cool. Wasps. Fuck a wasp. Well, so now it's wasp. a microscopic wasp. That's also a microscopic, yeah, right. microscopic parasitic. Yeah, like wasp. honeybees and bumblebees and all that shit. I, I, you know, I fucks with them. As you, they're as the you would say, my friend, they're I lit. They're lit. I fuck they're with lit. them. Bees yeah. are lit. Regular bees are lit. They are lit, man. I remember being a kid and like seeing a bumblebee. He's like chubby. He's nice. He does his thing. He doesn't bother anybody. And then a wasps come by and stings your ass and you kill him. And then his ass is still in your arm. And you're like, that would have ah. that literally happened to me in the summer. Got stung in the arm. <laughs> got stung in the arm. And I was like, fuck, what the fuck? I look down. It's just like hanging on like, and I'm like, ah, get off me. Like stomping that shit on the ground. Like, you know what the worst part is? That thing committed suicide to cause you an inconvenience. Just came up yeah. with, like, and yeah, like my arm was sore die. for a couple of days, and I was like, "Damn, <laughs> why'd you do that?" Fuck, fuck, wasps, man. Yeah, fuck those little fuck fucking wasps. Useless. But isn't that sick though? Like, we're at that point now. We're like so pest we can, control. Like, we're using pests yeah. against other pests. You know, 
I just were that just you know I'm I'm always I'm always I'm always morbidly thinking about the future that like this is gonna turn out badly you know Mm. this is gonna be like they throw instead of like tear gas they throw a fucking so they're doing this in the UK yeah this is out in uh, in in Britain uh, at the uh, Blickling Hall in Norfolk. Ah, right. In Norfolk. Yes. Mm-hmm. I regularly mm-hmm. visit Norfolk. Indeed. Yes. The trichogramma the right. evanescence is a small parasitic wasp-type insect <laughs> that's cordially used to murder some motherfucking wasps up in this right. bitch. Right. We're going to write yeah. our own we're going to write our own science book filled with weird psychedelic shit and disproving theories and conspiracies and yeah and then the, f- so. the first half will be like super great so that the scientists yeah. are like yeah to lead yeah, you on to lick it like, up yeah and then the end is like okay by the way yeah half this we book gave wasps is- lsd <laughs> and aids isn't real and climate change is a hoax and it's all fucking the earth is flat the anunnaki are coming back like whoa shit no nah, man it's fucking absurd that, that's a, such a disappointment I, I love how you've uh, like gave that guy a recommendation on the book though before you finished it <laughs> yeah like it's in all, your it lunch, just like, oh, like literally fuck. It, it was such a it was such a turn and it, it was the worst part of it was that like i got into it one night i was reading it and i was i was like getting to like the crazy parts even he's like the astral plane LSD trip stuff. Like as much as I was like, okay, that's a little out there. Like the, okay. There's one part of the story in the book where he, he was like a serious, like drug tripping guy. He would like huff nitrous. Right. <laughs> okay. Cause he's a chemist. Right. So he's just like making yeah. up ways to get fucking lit. So he like was huffing nitrous one night and I guess he passed out. Cause he like took like an antihistamine or something. And like, he didn't realize it would react in his body. So he like passed out. And I guess, if you like pass out, take huffing nitrous, like you're supposed to die, right? Because like you, you like pass out with like the tube in your mouth and then it like freezes. Oh, shit. So he had like this whole thing where like the nitrous thing froze to his lip, like, and he had to get like plastic surgery and it took him months to recover because like literally he should have died, right? But he like woke up and the tube wasn't in his mouth and he like writes in the book, he's like, doesn't make any sense how the tube would have fallen out of my mouth. Like I was frozen and it should have been like crusted in there and I should have died. And then Okay, remember I said there was the woman that he met in the coffee shop and he like had the connection. Yeah, like yeah. Fucking. Okay, when they're like while they're fucking and she's like, oh, we've met on the astral plane. Oh, I can't believe I left this out before. She tells him, um, uh, we've met. I know you because I saved your life that night, like years ago when you were dying on the mattress. <laughs> I was traversing the astral plane and I saw you dying. So I saved you. By taking the tube out of your mouth, and that's how we know each other, right? And like, this guy was like, while, I gotta "Fuck you in the bathroom." While right they're fucking each other, can you imagine you're you're fucking some woman you just met, and she's like, "Remember that time you almost died? I was traversing the astral plane and saved your life." What a coincidence! Like, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, that like that first half of the book, I was like, I, I mean, this is a wild story. I can read this for the entertainment. And then in the same night, I started getting into the chapters where he was like, HIV is not real. It's, you know, gay people only got AIDS because they were partying too hard. And I was like, whoa, OK, <laughs> like that's the thing man like if you give people enough rope they'll eventually hang themselves right which i'll probably thank god for editing (laughs) because i can edit things on this show that i'd say that i shouldn't have said yeah exactly if if we gave you a live show dude sooner or later couldn't do it it. couldn't go live (laughs) nope yeah i i highly i highly don't recommend anybody read that book and and uh but it's fucked because that guy's like his discovery is like the basis of covid testing right 
So like I was reading this book and then I Google them afterward afterwards. And I was like, Oh shit. Like this guy's like made like a massive contribution to science, but he was also a fucking crazy person in a lot of ways. You it's know, it's a good, good way to look at life. Cause that's how a lot of people are. Right. And they were so multifaceted. Like you can be the greatest dude ever, but you can also be an Oh, he also claims in one chapter that he was abducted by aliens. Of course he does. Right. Sorry. Does. I just like, there was, there was too much time travel too. Fuck. Kind of. I think he said he like Yo, was in the woods and the next thing I knew he was like a day later or some shit like that. Please like, tell me you didn't finish the book and you stopped the chapter short because you knew the Anunnaki was going to come up and you just didn't. I was it. actually now that you're saying it, I'm shocked that there was no, you know, mention of the Anunnaki, you know, <laughs> meeting him in his fucking cabin in the woods or some shit. Yo, I don't know, man. It was it, it was a trip. Here's the thing that everybody, all the conspiracy theory guys say about like, yo, fuck you non-believers, blah, blah, blah. Yo, listen, if in 70 years, some crazy conspiracy theory shit comes true, I'll be the first one to be like, oh, sick. <laughs> like, okay, I'm with it. But yeah. as it stands right now, get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Get the fuck out we're, of my we're, face. we're open-minded, but I don't we're also, you know, we're stupid smart fucks, but I'm skeptical. You know, the smart comes into play when the stupid gets out of hand. That's how we balance ourselves. That's the yin and yang mm. of this show. Yeah, that's really true, actually. I'd say some dumb shit, and then I'm like, wait, wait a sec, wait a sec. No. Right. No. no. Right. <laughs> Dog. We're just, you know, we, we, we're, all about, we're all about finding that happy medium on this podcast. Um, you know, we, at, at, that being said, you know, we banged out a solid hour here. So, you know, I got one more story. Yeah, hook me up, man. For, what you got? For, uh, this is a quick one, but, you know, for... For people who are regular listeners, we want you to come back every episode. Come back, you know, this is episode 22. Come back for episode 23 and 24 and call a friend and, you know, show them how to find this show and bring them in. And, and you know, an example of how, how you can be consistent and come back to things is, uh, is uh, you know, I think I'll, I'll sort of draw a metaphor here at the end of the episode with this story, you know, who shows you what the commitment to, to returning is all about. So... On February 13th in Spokane, Washington, 31-year-old Marcus Goodman was released from prison. Okay, back out into the world. And that's a tough, it's a tough transition, right? You just get kind of let out the door and they're like, all right, go on, like back to society, straight out of jail. And you're like, oh, what am I supposed to fucking do? You just like walk, <laughs> just start walking, right? Good it's a tough luck. scene. So he had some other ideas. Anyway, he walked for uh, about a you know a mile and a half or so. And uh, what's he do after, you know, fresh out of the fresh out of jail, getting his life back together, ready to go? Well, quickly decided to carjack a 16 year old girl <laughs> just Jesus down the road in the prison. Fucking Christ. I mean, it's tough, right? It's tough. You, you can't you know, you get out of jail. You just got your shoes on your feet. You know, whatever you went in with, you back out of the world. You're going to have to wear your orange jumpsuit. Everybody's looking at you. You're going to have to carjack, you know, someone to get your life going. You need something to get, you know, the momentum rolling in your life again so you know you can't just simply start <laughs> again rob so, a 16 year old girl and take her whip right so shortly after 1 a.m following day february 14th vehicle is found mr goodman is found who evidently is not that much of a good man anyways he gets found well, he now gets he's arrested. no longer a free man either <laughs> oh, oh, now Oh, Once God, the reports were me. filed and the, the, the girl identified him pretty fucking easily because you just walked out of jail. It's not like you were equipped to commit felonies that much. You just walk in, give me your fucking car. He, he said he had a gun. He did not. He clearly did not have a gun because he had just walked out of jail. So when they put the timeline together, do you know how long it was between when he left the door and when he carjacked the girl? 15 minutes. 20 minutes. 
damn. 20 fucking minutes after he got out, he was already, already stealing cars. committing a felony. Right. So you think folks, he was like walking down the street the whole time being like, steal that car. Steal. No, I can't do. Like, no, he was probably walking for a mile and a half and then was like, fuck this. I'm stealing a car. Just, <laughs> like, I don't want to walk anymore. Feet hurt. Shit. Like, I mean, I don't know what he thought he was going to get away with, man. Uh, it's it's, you know, boom, back to jail the second he walked out. You know, That's America's sick. prison systems are all about bringing people back, but you <laughs> don't have to make it that easy for them, do you? Yeah, really? that man did not. That man did not collect his two hundred dollars. <laughs> he did not pass go. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, he didn't get past Baltic fucking Avenue. He was barely out. Like, still, he was. I was still in the hood. He was still. He was just getting his foot out of the initial spot, and then boom, right back That's to jail. That's nuts, man. People are fucking crazy. People are fucking crazy. I get how it's hard to like not get a job and shit like that, but I think it's pretty easy to not steal a car 20 minutes. I think you can last longer than 20 minutes. Like, really? I mean, that's that's if there was an Olympics for getting arrested again, that's got to be pretty fucking close to the gold medal. You think I'd love to know the world record on that. I guess like they'd be like not even out the door. No, you'd have to get out the door. You'd have, you'd to, have to have that the guard who opens the door for you. <laughs> like we have right, to there we, you go. Good luck. Wow. Straight back to jail. Like, yeah, absolutely. There's probably there has to be one guy just like as he's walking to freedom. It's just like, what the fuck are you looking pr- at? Proud of it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like cellmate oh, just watch like you were you, I, you left this morning, especially if you're like one of those like not good criminals but like a criminal who's like yo dog i'm just trying to get out here i want to see my family yada yada like i, I can't wait to get out and then the guy beside he's back the next day like, are you All fucking right. kidding me i'll tell you what actually i got a bonus one another bonus quick story since it's kind of in the same vein and i figured what better time than to add it in right now All right. so speaking of of you know making it to jail out of ridiculous circumstances there was a guy in west Su- west sussex england okay snitched on himself called the police right and decided to get arrested. I guess he had some outstanding warrant or something. He was wanted for something. Called the police on himself. They show up, take him off to jail. His reason why he called the cops, according to the detective, quote, the man said he would rather go back to prison than to have to spend any more time with the people he was currently living with. <laughs> God, He said damn. he wanted some peace and quiet. So he literally just was like, fuck it, take me to jail. I'd rather be anywhere but here. <laughs> Damn, bro. That's like the ultimate insult. You imagine I said that to you in college. Like, dude, I'd rather go to jail than live with you. I'm out. Just like, come back like covered in blood. Like, what happened? You're like, I'm just I'm ready to get out of here. I need three <laughs> hots and a cot and I fucking hate y'all. I fucking Peace. cannot listen to you. Tell me any more memes off fucking Reddit today. I cannot <laughs> stand this shit. I don't care how big her ass is now. I don't care that Kim filed the papers. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'd rather go to fucking jail. It's a tough world out there, man. It's a tough world, you know, and we're here for it. We're, we're here for everybody. We're helping you get through the day. That's what this podcast is all about. This is episode- just go get your go get your lip injections and come back for episode 23. Yeah, this, this I'm doing the, the outro deuce, today. This homies. has been the deuce deuce, homie. <laughs> 22, deuce, man. Deuce. 22. Uh, you know, we got to we got to we got to do the housekeeping, right? You know, absolutely. Uh, if you like the show, tell a friend. I, you know, I'm always saying that we're, we're desperate to be loved and appreciated. Uh, you can, you know, leave it a rating or a review if you want to validate us and make us feel important. You know, be honest. I don't give a shit. I'm one of those ratings purists, you know, I'd really rather you write like your shit than not write anything, to be quite honest. Right. Be like, nice. People are looking at this. Yeah. If you don't like the show and you're like leaving a one star or something like like 
let us know why. Like, like tell us. Be like, you guys are fucking garbage. And be like, all right. Thanks. That's honesty. I'll work on being recycled. Right. (laughs) Right. You can always email the podcast, fnehpodcast at gmail.com. You know, advice, questions, comments, concerns, whatever you got, man. We're open book. We're here for you. You know, we're we're here to to be your comedy microphone shamans or whatever the fuck. Comedic microphone shamans. Comedic microphone shamans. That's what we're all about. Uh, Jesus Christ. I, I need that on a shirt. Yeah, asking you just might receive, my friend. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast. Lot of a quality content coming from, well, me only. Can't wait, mostly. Can't you wait know. to get down to it, my girl. Be like, sing my name. I'm like, oh, comedic shaman <laughs> microphone. Like, no, it's comedic microphone shaman. <laughs> Say it right. Louder. Louder. <laughs> Say it right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we've I think we've worn ourselves thin, <laughs> my friend. All right, people. Appreciate y'all. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay warm, stay stay funny, stay informed, stay help me out. Stay excited for the new Biggie documentary that's coming out on Netflix in March. Okay. All right. Yeah. So on that note, deuce Rex. deuce in my bubble goose for episode 22. Peace out. Peace out. Bye. You know I came just to smoke Don't blow no Reggie my way Matter of fact, stay on my way I'ma just sit in this corner here Roll up the dope on my dolo Fresh, I got dressed at the corner Remember when we was in polo Rarely, if ever again This contemporary got me ready to spend Fucking up commas My verses look crazy on paper I write them in pen Ain't no erasing mistakes We just learn from them Till we earn from them that's how I started talking this water That's when we started making the money Six figures and not one was a father And wonder how a nigga fuck up your daughter Same way I fuck up my lungs You know I came just to smoke Don't blow no Reggie my way Matter of fact, stay on my way You know I came just to smoke Don't blow no Reggie my way Now, papers I sprinkled the hash now would crumble if I couldn't concentrate. Shattered perceptions, I got the jewels, and that shit ain't never from concentrate. Got through security with contraband, I'm on my door like underlay. Step in the spot and they eyeing me. Corny is snatching a pie, man. Cotton mouth to get you soon enough. Wake up and realize the moon is us. We've been controlling the wave. Fuck Google Maps, cause it ain't no directions. My nigga, this road ain't been paved. This joint ain't been rolled I mean this phrase ain't been coined Ain't no coins in my way Man, what more can I say? You know I came just to smoke Don't blow no Reggie my way Matter of fact, stay out my way You know I came just to smoke Don't blow no Reggie my way
Dodging my way You know I can't just smoke